1: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ken Mack and Coach JB Show. The future of finance is here. Prepare for freedom. Get ready to swallow the red pill because every week we're bringing you cutting edge, real, uncut, raw truths about finance in the world that you think you know to help you prepare for the biggest shift in generational wealth the world has ever seen. Warriors, guys, get your shit together. Warriors rise Oh, we made it warriors we're back from Dubai the beautiful thing is Ken and I got to meet in person it was an absolute pleasure so we're back in Arizona now he's back in Dubai Dubai grounded and we are fired up more than ever to help you guys understand what's happening within the economy, right? As you look this way at a pandemic, there's a whole nother narrative going on this way. So Warriors, there's so many things going on. So today we're going to talk about the economy. We're going to talk about how close we are to a massive financial reset and what you can do to prepare for the future. So first of all, Ken, how are you doing out there in uh, Dubai?
0: Yeah, good man, good. It was amazing to have you over here in the UAE and to show you how we uh, live day to day here in the desert. Um, The weather here is much better than what it was a month ago because now, for the first time, I was able to enjoy my dinner on the balcony. So that was very nice.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I want to share my experience uh, meeting you in person, first of all, and second of all, just the difference uh, from the UAE and where we live in the freest country. In the world, the freest country in the world, which is really interesting. That's what I'm going to talk about in my portion today. I'm going to share my personal experience. And what I've made a commitment to myself is to start to travel around the world, to experience different cultures, to experience different governments, to understand how do I create free dome in here? Now, one thing I'll share with you guys, it is all here. This is where freedom comes from warriors. So in the UAE, it's it was very different where in Dubai specifically. And I did a TikTok post that went absolutely viral where I said that there's no... No pandemic going on in Dubai. Now, I want to be very clear about that. I got so many comments. People like, people are getting sick. That's irresponsible. Yes, people are getting sick. There is people getting the C word, right? I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is the conversations, the health, the abundance, the vibrancy, um, the business deals going on out there, the tax laws, the difference in reaction and how people are responding to the pandemic, which is really important. What I saw was a lot of free people, with their chest-proud chin up, enjoying themselves, very grateful to be alive, Uh, a lot of healthy people, excited, motivated, inspired, business deals going on, and not one person, not one person was talking about it. There was no conversations around it. It was about business. How can we move forward? Innovation. And I was doing some research as well. And they say, and let me get this correct here. It says, I think it says by 2021, which is now, they would like 50% of the government's transaction to be conducted using blockchain technology in the UAE. So it's a very innovative, moving forward place to be. And, And then I come back to America. Now, I'm an American. Trust me, I am so proud to be an American. And here's why I'm proud to be an American. Because the fact that I was able to start my own company, I'm able to say what I want, walk how I want, talk how I want. I can pretty much do what I want in America, and I've been able to build enterprise within America. But what I want to talk to you guys about today is how things are dramatically shifting, and it's nobody's fault. It's our mindset that we're letting them take control of warriors. Like Things like today, Janet Yellen, the, the news came out yesterday where she, they said they're, they're trying to tax unrealized gains. Also, within America, there's this battle between the Republicans and Democrats about raising our debt ceiling. I want you to understand this, Warriors. There is no battle. It's a perceived battle that they're creating in your mind, that there's a battle between the Democrats and Republicans to raise the debt ceiling. Do you realize that the Democrats have the ability right now to hit the button, raise the debt ceiling, keep printing money? But why are they not just hitting the buddy? They control the house warriors. They can do it right now. The reason why they're not doing it because they want you to perceive that there is a battle between the left and a battle between the right. It's all by design. If you can divide the human beings in the physical experience and you can take control of their mind, you can take control of their money, you can take control of the information, you can control the people. So, Warriors, there is no need for the Republicans to approve the debt ceiling being raised right now. The, the Democrats can literally hit the button and raise the debt ceiling, but they're pushing it out and pushing it out and extending it to make it look like there's some bar bipartisan disagreement to make you think and fight against left and right. So what I want you to understand, Warriors, Ken and I are here to create free dome, to free your dome, to help you understand, Warriors, that you have the ability right now. And you've always had the ability. It's it's always been this way since you became a human being. You always have had the ability to think a certain way. But we understand in your education system, it's by design. You've been indoctrinated into an education system. I did a video on Saturday about this. You know, you go to school, you get two 15 minute breaks, you get a 30 minute lunch in a public school. On Friday, you're excited to leave for the weekend, the weekend. And then you're Dying because you have to go back to school on Monday. Think about that. You are uh, judged by your score, your memorization score. You get a grade point average and you're deemed a positive citizen because of your grade point average. And then you become an adult and you go into corporate America. You get two 15-minute breaks, a 30-minute lunch. You fight till Friday. Then you're bitching and complaining for Monday. And then you're deemed a good citizen because you have a 700 credit score. So if you can memorize in school and get a good grade point average, and if you can get your good credit score, you're a good citizen. But if that's how it works, then why are so many people broke? Then why are so many people struggling? But I'll tell you what, Warriors, we're at a pivotal time right now that Ken and I want to work to wake you guys up, that things are going to change dramatically. And I'm not here to to spread fear because I'm living the freest life I've ever lived and my Warriors are as well. But what I'll tell you, Warriors, there's going to be two types of people in the next 10 years. There's going to be Warriors... And there's going to be warriors. Think about some of the paradigms you're living right now. The Great Depression paradigm. Your grandparents went through the Great Depression. And you're experiencing a lot of the scarcity mindset. And so there's going to be one person in the family eventually that's going to shift the generation. And that's what we're here to do. So I want you to think about that for just a moment. I'm giving you specific examples, warriors, of how you're indoctrinated into a system. And how they're making you think that there's this battle between left and right. When the Democrats right now can raise the debt ceiling. To raise a debt ceiling, to pump money into the economy, which they're going to do, Warriors. You know they're not going to crash a dollar right now. They're not ready for it. Everything's switching over to the CBDCs. Once they get the CBDCs in place, move you closer to the central banks. When they're set, they will hit the button, Warriors. But... Instead of sitting on your hands, what I'm doing specifically is I got heavily involved in cryptocurrency. I'm going to amass a large amount of wealth during this cryptocurrency bull run. It's happening right now as we speak. I've told you guys it was going to happen during Halloween. I told you guys the end of September going into Halloween. You watch my former videos. I'm going to be pulling profits. And then I just started my deep LBO training with Ken Mack. We're going to be buying. I'm going to be buying corporations. I'm going to be setting myself up not just in cryptocurrency, but outside of cryptocurrency. But I want to encourage you before we kick it over to Ken we're normal, everyday guys that are allowing and are allowing ourselves to understand what's possible for a human being. You can do the same thing. So I know that was a big old intro, but I want to kick it over to Ken. He's got a lot to share about the economy and what's happening, but Warriors, it's time to activate. So Ken, what do you got going on today?
0: Yeah, you've made some very valid points. And as you're speaking, it's just got me thinking as well about the whole controlled society. <clears throat> and my head is just saying to me just now, and I've just written typed a note here saying, brainwashed humans are giving orders to other brainwashed humans. That's what's happening. So we've got these brainwashed government officials that are working in the USA, that have been indoctrinated by the system, that are completely controlled, that are living paycheck to paycheck, um, who are given orders to control other brainwashed humans That have been put through this crazy indoctrination toxic system where they say you can have two weeks a year of holiday. Like, who are they to tell us that we can only have two weeks out of a whole year to have a holiday? I think that's uh, this for me was ringing alarm bells when I was in school. And I thought, you know, they give us four weeks in the UK. How how can they give us four weeks? Why, Why can't we just decide for ourselves? How long we want to have a holiday for and the, the only answer is by breaking free and taking control of the situation that we uh, you know they, they give us this easy way they give us this easy set of tools and system that we can intertwine with and be part of but the deeper that you get into this system the more dangerous that it becomes So yeah let's be more aware and self-aware of what's happening around us and just be like, I'm an observer, I like to observe people and just watch what's happening around me. Look at the, you know, the government offices in the USA and how they're controlling people with all of the paperwork and the banks. The banks to me are just another government department. The banks are owned by the elite who then control the governments. It's as simple as that. No conspiracies. That's just how the system works. So we need to learn how to break free from the system and understand what's coming so that we can prepare for what's ahead of us. And I believe that the um, I believe that this uh, global collapse is going to be coming, it's gonna happen when nobody's expecting it. So as long as we can be prepared and understand what can we do to prepare for this upcoming disaster. So before I get into the preparation, I want everybody to have their pen and paper with them so that so that you guys can take notes. And if you appreciate guys the content that we're sharing, it means a lot to us if you could just smash the like button so that we can get this information out to as many people as possible. And that only happens when you hit the like button so that the YouTube algorithm understands that this is relevant content. So please do that for us guys. And I'm going to get right into this content and share with you some you know I put together about 20 different action points that you can take away in order to prepare for what's coming. So, before we speak about these action points, I would like to speak about first the difference. Does anybody here understand what a recession and a depression is? Be free to write in the comments section. I'm going to be monitoring the comments just now, um, and I just want to say as well that I was I was here during the during the uh, the recession in 2007. This is this is when I started buying businesses. So I didn't really understand back then, 20 years of age, 21 years of age, I didn't really understand what a recession was. So me getting into business during that recession, it's helped prepare me for what's coming. It's hardened me up for what's coming. Now, let's just think first, before I speak a bit, what you can do to prepare. The... um, Investopedia, I've been researching a lot in Investopedia, and just understanding what they had to say about the last crisis back in 2007, 2008. And they have said that also known as the global financial crisis, it was a severe worldwide economic crisis prior to the COVID-19 recession in 2020. It was considered by many economists to be the most serious financial crisis since the Great Depression in 1929. And that's according to Wikipedia, you know, and the good news is that I've been around. And if that really was the the greatest financial crisis since the the Great Depression, then, you know, the good news is I was here and I believe that I've got the skills, the knowledge, the experience and the wisdom to help steer you guys in the right direction so that you can do something about what's coming. Now, I don't believe for a minute that the 2007-2008 Credit Crunch was even a fart in the wind in the cosmos of time compared to what's coming. I believe what's coming is going to be far more severe and serious. And as Coach JV says, this is not scaremongering. This is preparation. This is, we are realists. We're real people. And we want to speak about real situations. We don't want to close our eyes and go to sleep and pretend that everything's going to be okay. Because if you prepare for the worst and expect the worst, um, you know, you um, as long as you're prepared, guys, for uh, you know for, for the worst case scenario, then you've got nothing to worry about. So get your pen and paper handy. and Let's speak about the how you can prepare for what's coming. So, bulking up on savings so that you can buy the debt first of all. So making sure that you have collateral, not just in one currency but in multiple different denominations. Of course, I'm not saying you should just save up money and not buy assets. I'm just saying that you should allocate some money on the side so that you're ready for what's coming. You need to start to diversify investments. If you're overexposed, let's say just to cryptocurrency, then this is not a good idea because when the crash happens, it's going to pull down the traditional markets, it's going to pull down the crypto markets, it's going to pull down commodities, precious metals. You know, these things here, gold, silver, everything, real estate. It's going to pull down absolutely everything with it. But I'm okay with that because I'm happy to detach the dollar value that is assigned to one bar of gold. What's happening in Venezuela right now? They're now uh, they're they're now trading bits of gold for haircuts for shopping. It was in the news yesterday. I posted it in my Instagram story. So that's, I'm just trying to help you guys detach from the dollar value. Now, this thing here, this 100 years ago would buy the exact same amount of groceries, services, and goods that it did 100 years ago that it would do today. It also takes the same mining power, manpower, energy, and effort to mine one ounce of gold that it did 100 years ago that it does today. So I'm just trying to help you guys open your mind to the real world. We want you to start living in the real world and start living as frugally as you possibly can within your means. So that's another point is to start living as frugally as you possibly can. Pay off as much debt as you can and avoid interest rate increases. Fix your mortgage interest rate for as long as you possibly can. That is not financial advice. And I just want to say that nothing in this program today is constitutes financial advice. So just take this as comedy and educational purposes only. And take that information as you will, guys. And, uh, you know, and if you want to action upon it, that is up to you. But I'm just telling you guys what I am doing. Also creating multiple streams of income. We call it MSIs. The average multimillionaire has 10 to 15 of those. So live on one income and invest and save the others. Consider buying a recession-proof business with leverage. This is one of the first things, guys, that I did back in 2007. I bought a cleaning business, not a complicated business. That I didn't, I didn't understand anything but business back then. But I bought a cleaning business. And I bought multiple commercial cleaning businesses, and I did very well. I made a lot of money. I didn't have a clue what the recession was. I, was. I was doing very well in the recession, and the rest of the world was suffering. It was buying real estate back then. You want to invest in recession-proof assets. So if, perhaps you can learn to buy a business with zero cash. You can join the Business Buying Challenge that we run, businessbuyingchallenge.com, and then learn how to invest that money that these businesses are generating in recession-proof assets. So forget about the dollar value of items just now like gold. You just need to start reprogramming your mind in the way that you think. Why don't you learn how to invest in crypto? Learn about DeFi, decentralized finance, and how it can maximize your returns. You know, the inflation rate, I think they advise it's 5%. Is that right, coach? 5% is what they say, but the real inflation rate is about 15%. Yep. And that's not taking into consideration taxes and increased costs of goods sold. Mm-hmm. So for, I want you guys to, to hold or to think about holding foreign currencies. Perhaps have an offshore bank account, have a second passport, a residency. I've got homes in four countries. Have a home in a safe haven. Avoid government retirement accounts and avoid government pensions. Holding alternative currencies like gold and silver, it's harder for a a bankrupt government to confiscate precious metals held overseas, for example. You know, I personally recommend storing the bulk of your holdings in a safe offshore vault in neutral jurisdictions like Singapore that have no government debt. Perhaps you want to keep some gold and silver bars at home as well. But one of the things that we've learned from the past when we look at history is that we can't trust the system because look what happened when they started to confiscate gold. Back, uh, when was that, Coach? Was that 1933, was it? 19,
1: around 1933, yep. So, the, yep,
0: 1933, so. yeah. Confiscation yes. order with gold. So, you know, we need to learn from history that this is what they're capable of. This was not a long time ago that they did this to us. This is dangerous. We're dealing with extremely dangerous people that have got significant power uh, and control over the global population. So having cash is probably the best way to ride out the next financial crisis when it comes. Mm -hmm. Now, whilst cash can take different forms, maintaining liquidity will help you weather a drop in your business, whether your customers are harder to come by or you can't pay the bill. So these are just some bullet points there that I've been putting together myself to help you guys think and start thinking outside the box what you can do to prepare. But when I'm saying saving money, we do know that 30% of the US dollars in existence, they were printed within the last 18 months. But when the stock market crashes, this is the opportunity that you guys can come in with your collateral to then buy the dip, and then that's going to re-stabilize any of the losses that you've made with the printing of currency. Because we know that a million in the bank a year and a half ago has got the purchasing power of $600,000 now. However, when the stock markets crash 80 to 90%, we can come in and capitalize on that opportunity safely, in a safe manner, in a structured manner, in a disciplined manner. So these are just a few bullet points that I wanted to share with you guys Um Now, let's just take a look. We've had one, two, three, four, five, six. We've had six significant crisis events since 19, sorry, 1637. We've had tulip mania, the credit crisis of 1772, the Great Depression in 1929, the OPEC oil crisis in 1973, the Asian crisis of 1997 to 1998, and the global recession, 2007 to 2008. So that's one, two, three. That's three crisis, major crisis events that's happened within the last 100 years. So this will be the fourth, which is coming
1: yeah. And I think, too, something's important to understand, too, is like the, what where we're at. Uh, you talked about this is going to be one of the biggest collapse. So we're in the seven year Shemitah, the 50 year Jubilee. You have an uh, interest rate change from LIBOR to SOFOR. That's happening. So they're going to change how we regulate interest rates in December. Uh, you also, you shared with me the um, the Evergrande happening in Japan. So about 30% of their GDP is at risk right now. After you told me that, I went deep down the rabbit hole. Now we we look at China's GDP, right? China's GDP is, is kicking everybody's butt if you look at the, the countries. And then to find out that 30% of their GDP is at risk right now with Evergrande, uh, basically 30%, they have a bunch of empty apartments, empty um, uh, hotels, all kinds of stuff. And that's going to affect the global economy, which is really, really interesting. So there's all kinds of things happening. You got an overvalued stock market right now, overvalued stock market at around what? You said 204%. Like if you look at the Warren Buffett indicator, it's pushing like 228% right now. It's out of control. So what's happening is, and then you have a crisis happening. You have a crisis happening. We're printing money into oblivion. The value of your dollar is decreasing. You have inflation where Janet Yellen said that inflation is going to run over 4% this year. So they're giving you pay raises, right? You can go work at Walmart and make 16 bucks an hour, but you did not get a pay raise, Roars. So that's what you got to understand. Your gas is more expensive. Your food is more expensive. And so as you get more pay, the inflation is going up, right? And then what's here's what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you this right here on video. They're going to move you to a central bank digital currency. The central bank digital currency is going to move you closer to the central bank. Then once they move you into a central bank digital currency and they leverage the uh, middle class towards technology, which Jerome Powell says that his exact words, I'm worried about the middle class because they're coming back to a new economy leverage towards technology so the middle class gets wiped out you have very poor people and very very wealthy people who are the ones that can print the money right so what happens is the people who are the working poor are going to get ubi checks which we're already getting in america pretty much at 250 per kid right and then you come back and what happens is whereas they literally can with the cbdc if they go negative interest rates like in europe they can go negative interest rates they can lower the value of the money in your account that's how they stimulate the economy they give you the printed money You take the money and you put it into the economy and it creates GDP growth. And it's just this vicious cycle. And so now you just are relying on the government. That's all you can do. That's really all you can do. But there was a comment that came up. I think it was DJ. And I do want to address your comment. It says, when you have money, everything is easy to accomplish. But 95% of the people can only afford $200. I want to share with something, DJ, if you follow my story, I had zero money two years ago, zero, zero money in my bank account, Zero. What I did was DJ is just like you, you said, if you had about $200 to invest a month, I started with 50 bucks a week. I was hustling my ass off. I was going to garage sales. I was flipping. I followed the Gary Bay strategy. I did Uber. I did whatever I could to earn extra money. I put it into a very volatile or a skeptical or, or speculative asset, which is cryptocurrency. And I stayed diligent every single week. And every single time I got some profit, I pulled off the top. I bought back in the dip. I pulled off the top. I bought back in the dip. I turned 2000 into 10,000, 10,000 into 20, 20 into 50, 50 into six figures, and now two and a half years later. Now I'm flying to Dubai, doing business deals with Ken Mack, going through my LBO training. I now have eight sources of income. I just bought into two more companies, 25% ownership. And so five of them are generating revenue. Three of them are in their startup phase. So I have eight sources. Now I was broke two, about two years, five months ago, I guess about that time. So don't get caught up in that paradigm. Don't get caught up in that scarcity paradigm that you don't have the resources. You do. It's your actions and behaviors that you do on a daily basis that will get you out of it. It doesn't matter if you just start with two hundred bucks a month. That will add up very, very quickly if you're very smart. And also, most of no most people in history are not going to experience something like this. I mean, we're going through a bull run right now. You're, we're going. There's going to be lots of wealth made. But the problem is, is what Ken has really helped me with, and the people i mentor, like like understanding and researching now, is you got to understand that it's not how much money you can make. It's how much you can keep and then how you can multiply the money that you keep. That was the difference thing. Cause so I was always able to make money. I lost money three times. Then I learned how to keep the money. And then I learned how to multiply the money. Now Ken is teaching me how to use the bank's money and other people's money. Just like the elites do. They use the bank's money to buy companies, warriors. So that's how debt makes the world go around. warriors. you take debt, You leverage it, you buy, you get assets, and you're in the middle of this asset machine. So don't think that you can't do this, Warriors. You can turn 200 into 400, 400 into 800. It's about your priorities. And I always say, look at someone's debit card transactions, look at their social media feed, and look who they surround themselves with. Those three things will determine your future in five years. Who you surround yourself with your social media feed, what you're looking at, what you're hearing, what you're ingesting and seeing. And then number three, where your debit card transactions are going. I guarantee every person watching this has extra money that they could find to invest right now in a speculative asset, not financial advice, and then take some of that profits and start to build. Because when you have a little bit of security on the side, it changes your internal vibration. And what Ken and I are trying to do is help you raise your internal vibration as high as possible. And then you'll end up in Dubai connecting with different people. So I didn't get to Dubai By having wealth handed to me, I got there through hard work, dedication, positive decisions, not listening to the bullshit, surrounding people I surrounded myself with, changing my environment, researching and working my ass off. And lo and behold, I raised my internal vibration to a certain level and now I'm attracting these things to me. It's the law of attraction. Law of attraction is not put up a vision board, just write it down. It's after you do that take action have faith every single day so i just wanted to, to cover that comment so you can do this you can do this dj i promise you you can
0: <clears throat> yeah no you're, you're completely right and you uh, know if you take a look at dj's situation just now and you know me uh, i know mean, i was working at mcdonald's and all sorts of just uh, normal everyday jobs now, i, I uh, learned uh, very quickly how to buy a business without risking any of my own capital with no money down and i had to uh, forced myself to learn because I had no other option, I had no money, and I discovered this This is a thing, you know, people are buying businesses every day um, with no money down, so, you know, perhaps, uh, if you, I think you're in the USA, DJ, you could go on bizbysell.com, set up an account free of charge, filter all of the results in your state um, with uh, seller finance deals only, and you can see deals in the USA where sellers will take up to 100% seller finance for their business. And let's say you buy a business that you've got no expertise in, no problem. You can partner with somebody who's got the expertise in said industry. Let's say you find a furniture manufacturing company you want to buy, so you partner with your friend or somebody that you've just met um, through networking online, who could perhaps be looking for a job, a new CEO that you can bring to that company. Then now, if that CEO has got thirty years experience, you can introduce yourself as I'm DJ with their. Uh, we have. We collectively have 30 years experience in the furniture manufacturing industry. We're looking at expanding um, our um, uh, our footprint in X state in the USA, and we would like to speak about buying your business. So now you've just leveraged somebody else's experience and knowledge and wisdom in that industry that you can take with you. Give them a job, perhaps give them some equity in the deal. And you have just landed yourself a nice uh, no money down seller financed. A deal where you have got access to six to seven figures in revenue from day one. So, I'm just giving you an example off the top of my head just now uh, based on the p- situation that I was in back in the day. You know, I was, I declared myself um, homeless at one point in my life. So, you know, I, I'm just, uh, you know, for, and that's why I consider myself a normal person because I just come from a normal family. Uh, you know, for me, you know, earning more money doesn't change who I am. I'm just still the same person. Uh, But I just want to, for those of you guys who who don't understand recession and depression, so I just want to speak about what the difference is. So there's a a lot of common confusion going on between these both terms. So recession is a short-term regional economic downturn, whilst a depression is a more severe long-term regional or global economic downturn. So a recession is going to show a negative turn in the economy, um, affecting employment production. So this means the average household income and spending decreases across a country. So in a the recession, these spending patterns continue in one country for six months and up to maybe three, four years. So in the event of a recession, your family may hold off on making any large purchases, like buying a new house, a new car, or any luxuries that aren't something that you need for your day-to-day living. So that's a recession. Now, what we had in 2007, that was a recession. that They never classified that as a depression. So that's why I'm saying there's conflicting information which they put on Investopedia because to me, we're heading for a depression. We've never seen a chart, the M2 money supply chart like this in our life. This is insane. This is insanity. So what is a depression? A depression is a widespread increase in unemployment and a pause in economic activity. What's happening with the lockdowns? cause in the economic activity so this is a start across a region or even spread globally across the world so this includes a decrease in construction world trade and capital movements affecting the business cycle for 3 or more straight years 3 or more straight years for instance the great depression lasted almost a decade 10 years guys with ongoing negative growth across the globe so during that time Many families were unemployed for years on end. So I said at the very beginning of these lockdowns that we are heading for a 10-year event. So we could say that we started the depression in March 2020. And by 2030, we should come into the new world. I hate using the, the word the new world, but uh, it's what's happening. I just, I don't believe that um, that we can change it. I believe that these people have got such power and whatever's going to happen has been planned out for so many years. We need to adapt. Let's not be dinosaurs and let's move with the times. Now, I just want to uh, speak about this chart that Coach G. meat explained brought he's brought up uh, on, the, uh, on the charts there.
1: Yeah, this is the M two the M two money report, and you know what's interesting too is that they changed it. We used to be able to look at it at a weekly basis. They changed it to a monthly basis, and I think they did that so because they had a bunch of us looking at it on a weekly basis. This is basically how much money they're printing into the system. It's unbelievable. It's it's unbelievable. Look at October to what Ken's saying right now. That we're sitting July twenty twenty one, and now we're sitting. I mean, this is this is the money supply report pumping into the system. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, that's uh, unbelievable, just unbelievable. So I'm just thinking, okay, a few key key takeaways here. The banking uh, panics were at the genesis of several financial crises on the 19th, 20th, and the 21st century, so many of which led to these recessions or depressions. So that, that's what's happening just now. There's a The banks are panicking. Maybe they're panicking. They're printing so much money, they're panicking because they're, they need to prop up the stock market, which is overvalued by the way, by 200%, is it 200 or is it
1: 200%? It's out of control, yeah. So the Warren Buffett indicator, he says it keeps going up. It was like at 200, 204, and now it's like at 228%. Now that's the Warren Buffett indicator and how they come up with that, how Warren Buffett does it. Some people don't say it's effective, but they take the GDP, so we're talking about America, the gross domestic product is all the products and services in America, if we sold them all, right? And the value of the stock market, right? So your the value of the stock market should equal what companies are producing in GDP, right? And so because of the printing of money, the M2 money supply report, the massive amounts of money that's being printed is giving companies a uh, incorrect valuation because they have money on the books that shows that they're valued at more when they're not producing any GDP. And then we also have the supply chain management narrative that's happening right now. For example, you know, you guys are saying, oh, there's a supply chain management problem, there's a supply chain management. But what's happening is, is they have separated. Right. So what they did is they started printing checks for everybody. Everybody's getting stimulus checks. So it's cheaper to be at home than it is to work. And so these jobs that um, now it's cheaper to be at home than work. Right. Are people are not unloading the ships anymore. If you go to a grocery store, help wanted, help wanted, help wanted. So what they're doing is they're getting people they're creating. They're creating the supply chain problem. What that does is it creates inflation. What it does is it creates separation. What it does is you need a hero. We were just talking about this before we got on the call. Problem, reaction, solution. It's the war. It's how they do war. They create a problem create a reaction in the human being. And then whoever comes up with the solution is the hero. That's what narcissists do. That's what narcissists do in their narcissistic behaviors. Right. And, you know, guys, this is a control mechanism. That's all it is. And so we're just in this vicious cycle. And so what you're going to see is inflation is going to go up. They're going to oh, We're going to keep giving you guys money. And then they're just going to keep printing money. Right. Just going to devalue your currency. And somebody asked, what's the difference between a, uh, what was it? a, A depression and a collapse. Well, collapse is what happened in Venezuela. Venezuela completely collapsed right that's a dictatorship it collapsed they're using Bitcoin I think you can you were talking about they're using gold to transact out there and so that's that's a collapse do I think it's going to collapse no I think this is a planned out um, systematic slow methodical seems seems very fast to us right but it's been happening for a very long time Ken talked about when they you know they compensated gold 1971 they detached from the gold standard world economic forum was created in 1971 they started talking about a world currency a global currency they've been printing money to oblivion all the g7 countries are starting to move towards a cbdc a central bank digital currency the narrative is that america's way behind the times we got this big political battle going on back and forth it's like they got americans so confused fighting against each other left right they got us exactly where they want us they want uh, you know they want us fighting warriors they want us for arguing about left and right and i explained to you with the debt ceiling it's a narrative to let you see it on cnn to let you see it on the news stations to be like oh man the damn democrat the republicans are holding it back no they're not holding it back the democrats can raise the debt ceiling right now but what they want it to do is they want it to get to december 3rd or december 8th is when the 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 suspect or the um the, they gave them enough money to get through December 3rd, right? So at the end, they're going to be like, oh, the Republicans are – we need the Republicans' approval. It's just, it's just to get us to fight against each other, warriors. That's all it is. You confuse people. But anyways, yeah. So, um, and, they, and it's weird because they changed where you can't look at the M1 money supply report, M2 money supply report. It, I think it's M1 or M2. You used to be able to look at it weekly. And I actually was doing my trades based on that. And so I had the strategy when they printed money, the market would go up and then it would deflate. Why would the market go up when they print money? canton effect it goes to the wealthiest people first then it slowly comes down to the people by the time it comes down they've inflated the prices of goods and services so so pay attention to the supply chain problem too warriors because truck drivers aren't going back to work there uh look at the dallas fed go look up dallas fed on youtube watch their videos um they're working to replace a lot of truck drivers in the uh mild weathered areas for uh autonomous drivers and they're also in the dallas fed zoning for drone, so when you zone for new properties, they're zoning for drone drop-offs. So you can have a drone drop-off station for uh, deliveries. So
0: yeah, they've already already
1: got the autonomous
0: uh, uh, trucks on the in the pipeline here in the UAE, which is uh, you know it's, it's exciting. But uh, you know we should be thinking in terms of buying the trucking companies that we can transition into uh, autonomous uh, vehicle uh, organizations. So that, that, that this is a shift in mindset it's not we, we need to think you know who's going to give me a job where, where am i going to get my next paycheck from but you need to completely recondition and rehabilitate your mind and you know just uh, tune into as much of uh, the content that i'm pumping out as well on the, on instagram you can get me up ken Show. i'm putting stuff out on a daily basis guys unconditionally to help as many of you guys as possible so i just want to um speak about uh you know some examples of uh, the financial crisis uh, you know what, what's gonna happen in currency crises so stock markets gonna crash credit is gonna happen the bursting of financial bubbles and sovereign defaults so the uh, you know what, what would you say coach is gonna be the first telltale sign of the, the crash coming?
1: Uh man I the first telltale sign I think is gonna be the 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 continual, I think it's gonna be the stock market I really feel like the stock market is going to go collapsing down, man. I really do. With the value overvaluation of the stock market, it seems like they always start with something cataclysmic like that because the, 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 so many things are happening at once right now. You got I, And I, I can't explain to you how important this LIBOR to Cypher is. And I'll explain what that is really quickly. So there's so many things that we're not talking about um, that are they're, they're not that important, right? That, that don't seem important to us. But LIBOR to SOFOR, I'm saying it incorrectly, sorry. But LIBOR was the way that they regulated interest rates, right? Okay, they regulated interest rates. So imagine, say me and Ken were bankers and we're sitting there having us some brandy. And we're like, what do you want to charge for interest rates, Uh, This this week. okay, let's charge this much. And then they had insiders that that they would tell them that this is the interest rate and they would trade based on that. Right. So they got caught. They had a scandal. They got pushed under the rug. And so they decided to change it. So now they're going to so for and they don't even know when that hits in December. They don't even know what it's going to do to the financial markets because it's changing the way they do your interest rates on your car loans, your home loans. Anything that has interest attached to it worldwide is going to be affected, right? Then you have um, the debt ceiling, which is in December. The, the debt ceiling runs out. The extension runs out in December. Uh, you also have the uh, Evergrande thing happening. So the, what tells me, what what is making me think that this is like they're setting it up some big collapse and you know if you watch lynette zhang she's really big on on assets gold and silver that's where i buy my um precious metals from here in arizona and they're they're uh in america which is itm if you watch lynette zhang you know she thinks it's going to happen anytime where they're literally just going to collapse the stock market and how would you do it you would collapse the stock market right what did they do in 1929 they were like and imagine in 1929 somebody comes running down the the street hear ye hear ye the news you got the news the banks are collapsing. Everybody comes running out of their houses. They don't have all this information like we have, right? Somebody comes running out of their houses, starts pulling their money out of the banks. And then the banks collapse. And who saved the banks? The Federal Reserve, the people, the central banks who collapsed the banks. The, the people that, that run the central. So it's like they collapsed it and then they rebuilt it, right? And what happens? It just it's enterprise. They rebuild. you got war and then it just constantly goes over and over again. And like like the thing is, too, this is nothing new under the sun. The thing you guys want to really watch out for is hyperinflation. I think that's going to be one of the things people keep. I mean, I'm I'm still educating myself on that. People say we're going into deflationary, but I think we're going into hyperinflation. Uh, There's all kinds of different you know, uh, sides of that, that coin, but you're seeing inflation. Janet Yellen said, you know, she told us that we wouldn't run over 2% and then she had to re uh, back up on that. And she said, we're probably going to, she straight up said, we're going to run 4% this year. That's, that's heavy. And also we're in a, uh, it's not a fluctuating, that's not the right word, a, uh, adjustable inflation rate. So they can run hot as long as within a certain reasonable amount of time. They bring it back to 2%, but I know we're not paying attention to this stuff. This is not what normal everyday people are talking about. You guys are just worried about going to your jobs, getting your paycheck on Friday, but you have, so when you get a paycheck, what I started doing, when you got a paycheck, think, okay, the first thing you should do is invest in yourself. Don't even pay your bills. I know it sounds crazy. Don't even pay your bills, invest in yourself first. Say, okay, how can I take 10% of this and put it into something that's going to grow? Just start thinking that way. Then pay your most important payer, you know, whatever. What is that? What's the the law of um, survival or whatever? I forget what the, the law is called. But what is your survival? Food, shelter, right? Food and shelter. Make sure you have food and shelter. OK, you got a vehicle. Do you have two vehicles in a single and uh, a family home? Like get rid of one vehicle. Go down to one. Save that car payment. Take that car payment. Put it into an asset. Dr- ride a bike, take the bus, just start cutting back. Uh, are you eating out five times a week? Start eating out once a week, go to rice and beans, take every single bit of money you save, start putting in assets. That's what I did was I moved back in with my parents at 43 years old. I was like, you know what? Hey, can I move in with you guys? I have a game plan. I'm going to get my shit together. And I took every single dime that I saved and I completely changed my life in two years complete. So you guys can do it. And this is the time they're giving you checks in America. If you have kids, they're giving you $250 extra per kid. That money wasn't there before. What are you doing with that money? What are you doing with that money right now? Have you bought any, take that money and buy Ethereum, buy some type of asset, buy gold, buy silver. They're giving you free money that you didn't have before. But what people are doing is they're buying iPhones, they're buying Xboxes, they're buying shoes. They, they program us to do this worse. It's like just buckle down for two years, two years and your whole life will change. So, but yeah, so I think, I think it's going to be the stock market is going to, they're going to see a real big downturn in the stock market. And then what's going to happen is, and then the crypto market, um, I think you agree with me on this there, you know, it's going to go come just straight up and then it's going to come collapsing back down and they're going to say to you. I told you cryptocurrency is a speculative asset, and they're going to freak you out, get you out of the crypto space as they rebuild the whole financial system, get us operating on the ISO 20,022. By 2025, all banks will be moved over to the new the new ecosystem. CBDCs will be in place. And by 2025, twenty-five, are going to have a new banking system. It's going to be brand new. And the people, like Ken said, who invested in the trucking companies. Not getting the job as a trucker, but said, you know, I was talking to um, actually they were used to be in our academy. She was like, hey, we're going to invest in um, um, a truck. And I said, start thinking about uh, autonomous, autonomous. Like if you can get an autonomous truck, that might be the best. In California, um, they want I think it's 2025 that all commercial trucks have to be electric. So electric, gas, solar wind. I know I went way off the subject on that, but
0: That was some uh, really good information that you were sharing there. It was uh, again looking at Investopedia and who owns Investopedia. It's owned by the Nasdaq um, in the USA. Now this is their definition of a financial crisis. So you know, we just need to be careful where we take our information from. The information they are trying to program is with, but this is their definition of a financial crisis. Wait, till you hear this? So financial crisis may have multiple causes. Generally, a crisis can occur in institutions. Or assets or where assets are overvalued and can be exaggerated by irrational or herd like investor behavior. For example, a rapid string of sell offs can result in lower asset prices, prompting individuals to dump assets or make huge savings withdrawals when a bank failure is rumored. Contributing factors to a financial crisis include systemic failures, uh, unanticipated or uncontrollable human behavior. It's a strange one incentives to take too much risk lots of free money no credit check money in the uk chucking loans out the door all over the place uh, absence or failures contagions that amount to a virus-like spread of problems from one institution or country to the next if left unchecked a crisis can cause an economy to go into a recession or depression even when measures are taken to avert a financial crisis they can still happen accelerate or deepen basically it's coming and that's it. we need to we need to get our heads together you know all together as one collective community and uh, and, and think you know we I, I think we've got time you know we've got uh, 3 or 4 years before this gets worse i believe this is a 10 year event that we're in just now but we have enough time as long as we start taking action and you start pulling the trigger with this information that I'm sharing with you. You know, also the um, you know a lot of the stuff that I'm putting out on Instagram. You know, I'm putting this. You know, I'm practicing everything that I preach. Every every single thing that I'm posting, I'm physically doing it myself. Now, there's a few of you guys asking as well um, if I've got uh, Facebook. Sorry, not Facebook. Uh, YouTube. I do. I'm going to just uh, share my screen with you, and you can see my channel. Uh, sure, screen there We go. Uh, Windows. There we are. So my channel looks something like this. If you just search me on YouTube, then that's what it should look like. And on this channel here, I'm going to be pumping out lots of short videos. But how to this? How to that? How to buy a business? How to get an SBA seven loan in USA? How to finance assets? How to structure seller finance? So it's going to be like a an encyclopedia of lots of how-to videos um, so that you guys can prepare for what's coming. So yeah, you can use it as an information source. It's going to be an unconditional information source, an encyclopedia of videos that you can use to your advantage. And uh, for those of you guys that want to come on the Business Buying Challenge, that's uh, the com. It's uh, running on Evergreen, so you get immediate access. It's uh, completely inexpensive five days of mentoring for like 77 pounds. So everybody's welcome to come and join, be part of our community. We've got a networking group uh, going as well. So great place to be if you want to learn perhaps how to get an SBA 7A loan in the USA or uh, leverage a business to the point where it's a no money down deal. <clears throat> and we have a, a Crypto Jumpstart program i partner partnered with uh, um, a well-known investor in the UK called Lewis Crompton. So this is CryptoJumpstart.me. Uh, so that's cryptojumpstart.me. And this is a three-day program, starts 27th of November. It's going to be live, and I'll be speaking on it as well about decentralized finance. So it's going to be good fun. But again, it's going to help you guys um, with um, with learning uh, in a safe and controlled environment so that you know what the best things are to do in terms of where to start when it comes to cryptocurrency. So these are my contributions um, to the uh, to to the educational space uh, just now. And I think it's a very good place for you guys to start. Um, So in terms of something they're asking for, uh, should we take money out of the banks? Um, No, I don't think you guys should take money out of the banks. I think you should just leave the money where it is just now, but look at the different platforms that you can use to leverage the money that you've got in the banks. So in the USA, can you guys use Nexo? I'm pretty sure you can use Nexo in the USA. Yeah, it's a fantastic platform. I've used it myself since a long time, since since the, the business began. And you can earn 7% or 12%, in fact, 12% of stable coins and Nexo. And that is a hedge. You know, you're uh, rebalancing your uh, the money that you've got in the bank. So if you're in the USA, you can use Nexo. If you, you're in the UK or Europe, you can use YieldUp. Uh, I'm using it myself and I'm getting 20.5% on my stable coins. So that for me is a hedge. It's a safe haven, and I am slowly uh, going to be. Uh, I'm going to be dollar cost averaging out markets probably around about December. You know, I, I was buying a lot of stuff in the, the crypto space today, and uh, you know, somebody mentioned Shiba, Shiba Uno. You know, I've got a thing against, <laughs> against these meme coins, but I, guys, I started looking into Shiba Inu, and I, I think there's gonna be a lot of money to be made. You know, have you looked into Shiba Unu, coach?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. It's definitely. Um... A meme coin. I mean, people are, it's making money right now. So I'm not a big, I don't, you know, promote meme coins either. But it, the thing is, have I, do I have Shiba? Yes. Did I have, do I have Doge? Yes. But I, what? how I teach my warriors in regards to, we call them shit coins. And so 10% of my portfolio is deemed I have set aside for shit coins. And so I've made a ton. Ton of money off Doge and a ton of money off Shiva. Uh, so, what I do, how I manage mine is when I go into a very, 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 very speculative non utility asset like this, is when I double my money, I take my profits out. I, I take the initial investment out. And then, what I've been doing is as it keeps going up like it is right now, I just keep taking my profits and I put it into a utility coin or something that has utility like Ethereum. So, um, yeah, I don't. I, it's a, definitely a meme coin. It's being pumped by the social media. Uh, and you got to be very careful with these meme coins, too. If you can, don't buy the hype, right? Buy the rumors. When you see rumors coming up, that's the key to, to these coins. But, <clears throat> well,
0: I've never bought Dodge in my life, I've never watched Shiva. Um, but I kept on seeing it popping up on social media, and I was blown away when I seen this. I said they have built a decentralized ecosystem. What do you see this? Um, Let's see if I can load it up here. They've got an NFT space and the, uh, the yeah, you, they've got like 10,000 NFTs that you can buy. They've got staking and all sorts of different things going on there in Shiba. But um, yeah, I just wanted to address the Shiba comment there. I think there is an opportunity, but for me, I might gamble. Um, I might gamble on some Shiba once we retest the, the, the support level. But um, as for Dogecoin, there is actually a cap supply but Shiba. It's not going to reach one penny. It's not going to reach a dollar. We might get like 0 sorry, one-tenth of a cent. That's what I'm aiming for. Now, I would be very, very careful, guys, but I just believe that there is an opportunity um, on this coin. I'm going to be waiting for I'll be posting it in my Instagram page when I go in uh, and, and make a trade on this one. But compared with, uh, you know, we take a look at Bitcoin and Ethereum, these are solid assets that you can invest in that are that get long, longevity behind them. But yeah, just, just uh, watch my stories, guys, and you'll see what I'm going to be posting. And you, you're very welcome to uh, to take what I say with a pinch of salt. But uh, yeah, I don't want to encourage you. I just wanted to bring this one up. But I was blown away when I seen this decentralized ecosystem that they put together for Shiba. I thought it was really cool. It's nice to see a meme coin actually do something with, uh, with their token.
1: Yeah, one thing, too, the one thing that I uh, for people to watch out for is when regulation comes in, they say 99% of cryptos. Now, let me be very clear. There's thousands and thousands of cryptocurrency protocols, thousands and thousands. So understand that. So when we say 99% of cryptos are going to get wiped out. 1% is a pretty big amount of cryptocurrencies, right? The top 100 maybe cryptocurrencies. So be very careful. Make sure you're pulling profits. As I always tell people, get profits out. Put it into something fundamental, something that has real-world real, real world solve utility. Another question keeps coming up is Nasara. So I, I wanted to address that because I wanted to make sure we uh, um, answer this question. So Nasara Jasara is... Um, it's basically a debt reset, right? A debt, a debt jubilee. Basically, they're resetting all of your debt. It's something that um, people say it's a conspiracy. People, I'll probably get a tag underneath the video for even talking about it. But do I think they're going to reset your debt? Do I think they're going to come out and wipe out all your debt? Mm. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think they're going to take care of you at all. <laughs> I don't think that they're worried about you. I just don't think they are. I think what you need to not bank, not sit there and bank on this Nasara Jasara thing or, or uh, somebody coming back or somebody saving the world or somebody. I think you should worry about yourself and do what the billionaires are doing and start investing in assets. If that happens and they wipe out your debt, fantastic. Don't rely on this type of stuff like Nasara Jasara or them wiping. They'll wipe, maybe they, they may reset the government's debt. They may set. A country's debt, because a lot of countries can't pay their debt right now. That may happen. Maybe they reset your debt, but don't worry about that right now. Worry about, because there's a lot of people talking about Nassar, them coming in and wiping out everybody's debt and we're starting over. Right. And if they do great, fantastic. But during that time, get set up like the billionaires are doing billionaires are buying assets assets multimillioncans buying assets you know that's the biggest thing is wars this is this is a time for an everyday normal person for example let's give an example of the the shiba and doge right if we want to talk, if you want to talk about that so they there's people that have made millions and millions of dollars here's the problem it's like winning the lottery do you realize 90% of those people that got all that money are going to go broke because they they they're not saving the money and they're not growing the money. So that's the key is what we're trying to teach you guys is to change your frame of mind into the wealth mindset. The wealth mindset is how can you, so for example, do you think Warren Buffett's investing in Shiba coin? No. Do you, do you think some of these billionaires are investing in Shiba coin? No, they're not. They're, they're playing games with you on Twitter and things like that. Yeah. If you can, if you can take some of your portfolio and Ken said the best word, gambling, it's gambling. You're literally walking to the casino and you're pulling these big slots, you're pulling these. But if you win, get the money out and put it in something fundamental. That's what I tell my words. I show my portfolio in our Warrior Academy and click the link down below in the description. I show my portfolio, but it's a small percentage of my portfolio it's growing pretty large because I put a good amount in. I pulled the profits. So what I do is I get my initial investment out as quick as possible. And then I play with, the, I call the moon bag. I hold on to the moon bag and I just let it build and I let it build and I let it build. So have I made money on Doge and Shiba? I made a lot of money on Doge and Shiba and it's all sitting in Ethereum now. So, but. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, you made a good point, the uh, the Sarah thing. I also do not believe for a moment that they're going to reset uh, your debt and write off your, your loans. And why would they do that? You know, why would they do that? They they want to keep you indebted because when you're indebted, you're controlled. And the, all, the, the number one goal of the elite is to control you. So those of you guys who are waiting for some magical uh, uh, man to come and save the world and reset all of the financial systems, I'm pretty certain that that's not going to happen. And if it does, you know, whatever. Um, but I would just uh, forget the, that thought for just now.
1: Yeah, I think there's a, I thank you for bringing that. Cause there's a lot of people are really caught up in these. Narr- what we're trying to do is get out of any narrative, get out of any narrative, just do what they've done in history. How do people become wealthy? Read the richest man in Babylon. It's it, it applies to today. That's all you there you go. Principles, Ray Dalio. Yes, principles, Ray Dalio. I mean, they literally just follow what the billionaire, the billionaires aren't sitting there worrying about Nassara star or, or their, their student loan debt getting wiped out. But if you start thinking like a billionaire, you'll start acting like a billionaire and you'll start to raise your vibration like a billionaire. You'll understand money is just energy. And once you raise your vibrational energy, you'll start to attract the very things you want. You'll start to connect with people you should. Just like I ended up in Dubai and, you know, all these connections and meeting people that have gold mines and meeting people that have businesses. And I was just on the business bar Bootcamp yesterday. I mean, the just, just alone on the on on Ken's Max uh, coaching yesterday. The people I met yesterday is the value of it. I mean, that was it. I was like, wow, just that alone. There's value to that words because what you're doing right now, 217 people, you are raising your your internal vibration to wealth by just listening to this type of stuff, by educating yourself. Another recommendation I have for you guys, I know we're coming up on the hour, but this is really fun. Um, So I downloaded an app called 12 minutes. So I I love reading, but I I don't physically read now. I just listen and I download downloaded an app called 12 minute. And so I'm crushing through books. They take books and they crunch it into 12 minutes. And then I listen to it at 1.5. So in the last week I've listened to 17 books. And so they take it and they put it into a, um, what would we call a clip notes version? It's uh, 12 minutes. And then Jordan Henry, uh, Jordan Henry, who who works with Bearable Bowl, taught me how to speed read or showed me that if you increase it, I increased to 1.25, got my brain used to that. And now I listen to a 12-minute book at 1.5. And so it brings it down to what would that be like, 7.5 minutes. And so I'm getting, I got 17 books in. And the more you educate yourself, the more you'll start to act as if. The more you learn and activate on, it will just start to happen, Warriors. So, but.
0: somebody's asking there um what about to store your crypto so yeah you can store them in these things here these are ledger devices cold storage best place to put them
1: all right we're coming up on the hour here let's see if there's any other big questions here uh so hypothetically um Okay, so it's just a statement here. I'm trying to see. Yeah, just one thing too is don't be afraid to get yourself outside your comfort zone. I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. Like, so for example, going into the LBO, it's outside my comfort zone. So I'm a I'm a startup business owner. So and now I realize like I'm not I'm done doing startups. So I have shit. I'm, I'm I just went into my I just went into two more startups, but um, you know, so I'm like okay, I'm stopping now. Now I said no more startups. I'm like I'm going to start buying other people's success, right? And I get it. Um, have I enjoyed doing startups? Yes, they're great. They're fun. They're exciting, but they're high, high risk. What is it? 85% of small businesses fail. I've been one of the people in the, I, I, I was, my thing is when people say 85% of small business fail, I always said, well, what about the 15%? I always focused on what the 15% did. So I've succeeded in small business. I've had some businesses fail, but I'm understanding now is I'm going outside my comfort zone by getting into this LBO, right? It's a whole different process. So if you're brand new to investing, just get uncomfortable, start learning, get involved in our groups. Ken just presented you two different groups. I have the Warrior Academy. We have so many resources for you guys, so many resources for you guys. And that's the one of the biggest things is it's, it's a mission, not a business. These are missions to help people. Ken was retired 11 years ago. And so now he's helping us paint it forward and saying, hey, listen, let me help you guys now get involved. And, and he taught me I was wrong. I, you know, I corrected myself. I said the biggest shift in generational wealth was crypto. That's the biggest shift in our financial system during our history. What he taught me is the biggest shift in generational wealth is actually the baby boomers that hold the most amount of wealth for a population is now flooding down to us. So that's going to go into crypto. It's going to go into uh, new businesses or businesses transferring. And so I think that's the biggest thing that and don't feel like like nothing is too big for you guys like that's one thing i want you to understand go into his business buyer boot camp the four five day boot camp like you'll understand like I, everybody keeps asking me don't you have to have millions of dollars no you don't you have to have the knowledge you have to have the resources and with knowledge and resources you get some bumps and bruises you'll start to guys i was broke two and a half years ago broke completely broke i, I was saying two years ago guys it's gone by so fast now it's almost october so i mean i was broke now had i made money before yes do i know how to make money but I didn't understand how to maintain it. And I didn't understand how to grow it. That's what's changed for me. And then when you learn how to do that, you will always have money. And it just starts, you know, gets your first six figures. And then, from, and then one thing I learned, too, when I was in Dubai, oh, I don't know if it was you or somebody said, it's like, it's just another zero. It's zero times zero. I'm like, oh, shit. It is. It's just zero times zero. It's just one more zero. So six figures, add another zero. Seven figures, add another zero. It's zero times zero to get to the next level. It's all here, Warriors. So <clears throat> let's see. Any, let's see if there's any questions. So hypothetically, I think we're good, man. We're about a little over an hour now. So I know it's probably what time is it down there, Ken? You're, late at night huh uh,
0: yeah 9 p.m i'm going to go down to dubai marina enjoy my evening cup of karat tea and reply to some messages there we go Um, there for the morning i wake up about 5 a.m go from a 5k walk so i'm just high on life man i love living i love waking up and uh yeah it's just it's it's great to be here with everybody and share this knowledge and You know, hopefully, help many people. You know, unconditionally, that can be part of this movement and, 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 of course, do something about uh, the current situation. And the most important thing for me is, I love receiving these messages on Instagram. Uh, you know, received one yesterday. In fact, I better read this to you guys. It's, uh, you know, th- this is my motivation and my fuel. Let me just have a look. This guy says to me. Brother, my life is changing. Never would I have thought I'd be where I am now, one year ago. All I could see was property, real estate, as a real estate investor. Since then, I've made strides with the manufacturing company I told you about. we will be, be over the line at the end of this year. Uh, one watch purchased, which had already appreciated with 40%, and two investments, £500 in each, not a lot, but a start. Which have tripled in share price is mad what can happen when you start to listen to the right people and act on information absorbed rather than let it pass you by. Here's to crossing the other side, brother. Finally, building and building in silence. People around me won't know what's hit them. So, this guy here, he's bought a manufacturing company in the UK with no money down. And this is a guy that no knowledge, he just followed, he's not even been on my boot camp, he's been on the uh the five-day challenge. It's crazy.
1: Love it. Love it. So
0: so there we are, guys. You know, you can go away. You can learn how to do these things as long as you're willing to learn and you've got a belief in yourself and you program your subconscious mind to understanding that anything is possible and you are the greatest of all time.
1: Oh, I love it. We'll leave it with that, Warriors. As we always tell you guys, Warriors, Get your shit together. We'll see you next Monday, Warriors. By the time next Monday, you better have some things activated on. Let's go.